Hello everyone, here we are today. It's Tuesday, beautiful bright light here in Kuala Lumpur and we are at the Dare to Dance Your Way live show with Tahir Hussain. Hi Tahir, how are you today? <laughs> Fantastic Andrea, thank you for having me. Uh, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. I think we are all at home uh, struggling with uh, doing things that makes us a little, moves us a little bit. So I was thinking, let's do this live show, a pop-up live show where people can just, uh, you know, have some inspiring um, tricks and tips from our guests. And I'm so happy to have you here. So let's start it. Uh, we came today in lunchtime live. I always surprise my audience. So Tahir is an amazing uh, person who I got to know a longer time ago in Kuala Lumpur. So one of my first friends. And um, first, let's just start with your story. I'm, I'm so curious about who you are, where are you from? Introduce yourself to the audience a little bit. Uh, absolutely, Andrea. So I grew up in Dubai uh, and I've spent a good 30 years of my life over there. Then I studied in America and now I've been in Malaysia for the last couple of years. So uh, in terms of qualification, I'm a qualified software engineer. I've never practiced software engineering uh, as a job or as a work. So I went into business at an early age of 17. The job was too boring or probably I don't follow orders. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's how it all started for me. And and today I'm, I'm, I'm a seasoned entrepreneur, business person. Uh, I do a lot of consulting, coaching. I'm an international speaker as well. And uh, that's an and, and an in investor, so that's what I do, and, and an author. Uh, let me see if I missed out, and and the founder of the Unstoppable Millionaire Academy as well. Such a hyperactive person. I think that's why we met. <laughs> we have yes. In this way. <laughs> yes. So, but tell me something also. This was all your profession, and a little bit about where you are from. But who is the here? If if people want to know who you are, what's your dance? What's your life? How 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 are you as a person? Right. So Tahir has changed and evolved over years and decades. Uh, but then I'll give you a version of who I am today. So Tahir is someone today who is extremely a spiritual being. And, and that's why I have an academy where, where my heart goes out. Pretty much what you are doing, Andrea. How could we impact? And, and I'm obsessed in that case with results, literally obsessed. And work with some extreme cases and things like that. But Tahir as an individual is someone who wants to impact lives of people in a way where when they come within a circle of what I do and who I am, I, I, I hope, pray and wish, I create an, a positive impact on their life in some form. Nothing drives me and wakes me up in the morning and keeps me, keeps me up at night than the obsession of doing that. And the reason is because once you've achieved enough money to make a living or a nice lifestyle, you're not chasing a dream anymore. You're, you're thinking, how can I leave this world as a better place? And while a lot of people talk about it, very few people take actions around it. And that's why I love and appreciate what you do, Andrea, because uh, uh, you just give it, you just give everything that, that you have in your body, in yourself. So that's who I am right now, extremely spiritual person, someone who I love and care deeply in terms of the people I surround myself with, uh, apart from the businesses and the academies and the consultancy and everything else that I do. So that's who I am. Where, where do I come from? My parents come from Pakistan. So we grew up in Dubai. My grandparents were from India and then they migrated to Pakistan. So we are like literally everywhere. Uh, we are in Pakistan, we are in Dubai, we are in US. So, so that's a 
a, a, a cocktail of who I am right now. <laughs> so what's your favorite uh, place in Pakistan? If you have to name a place which is beautiful, if finally we can travel, what is the place to visit in Pakistan? Well, uh, something that made me humble not growing up in Pakistan was when, when we would go there on vacations, there is this place called the tomb of Qaid Azam, who is the founder of uh, Pakistan, And, and the sacrifices the people went through to get the freedom they wanted. So it's a, for me, that's a, a very humbling experience to see back in 1947 what people did uh, and, and, and how peaceful it is as a country, as, as, as the people who are in it. Because that, that, that was a very humbling experience for me. <laughs> of course, uh, if you go to the northern Pakistan, Kashmir's Himalayas, and it's just unbelievably beautiful. Uh, so these are the two favorite places. One would be the Himalayas in Kashmir, and the other one would be in Karachi, the tomb of the founder who, who envisioned uh, the creation of Pakistan. So I hope the audience uh, listed these names, uh, wrote them down, and once we are allowed to travel, then you can go to Pakistan and spend some nice time there. <laughs> yes. Great. All right. So get back to the to the, what you mentioned today. It's, I think there was one point that uh, that worth to talk about. It's the action part, right? Because I'm also like thinking, what makes people not to take the action? Because I see a lot of, lot of people just doing things, uh, hoping for a solution, sitting around, and somehow they don't get to the point when they really do the step. And then they are feeling very bad, they are frustrated, they are anxious. What, what would be your practical advice? Uh, how to implement the action itself? So a couple of things, lovely question. And, and what I've found with thousands of hours of work I've done with people across Southern 61 countries with different cultures and different races and ethnicities and industries is that uh, the easy answer is complacency. And, and then a lot of people say, but no, I'm not complacent. I'm going and doing something. Uh, uh, a lot of times people are complacent because of the fear of what that ultimate, so let's say you want to be a millionaire. Let's just talk about money for a second. Like, oh, how am I going to be a millionaire when I can't even make 5,000 ringgit or $1,000 in a month? So my idea would be that uh, don't worry about the million right now. What action can you take while you're watching this and make a list, if you, if you would, of something that you have been postponing this year? And we're just in the second uh, month of this year. What was something that you were supposed to do in January that you haven't done till now and it's February? Make a list of that and just go and get that done. So while we are focusing on that big target of how we're going to impact and change and create the health impact and the financial impact, we've missed out those small baby steps required. So I would encourage you to take those small baby steps that you've been procrastinating about because they're too easy for you or maybe you are scared. Take them anyways. Don't be scared if you fail. Take them anyways. You will learn from it and you will. If I could do a book on my failures, it would have a couple of editions. I, I won't be able to do one book. So that's how many times I failed. But unfortunately, that's not what people see when they look at us as successful entrepreneurs and millionaires. They think it was easy. So I don't want to deceive you. No, it wasn't. So, so I think that is what is missing right now. And then once you have taken that step and you feel, yes, I've done it, do it consistently. Build a habit around it. It takes 90 days for a new habit to kick in, whether you're losing weight or, or, or you want to be on the bandwagon to be financially independent or you're struggling psychologically or emotionally. 
So I, I guess that's the thing. So, so like, like in, in my coaching, one of the things I work on with, my, with, with individuals, business owners and CEOs and, and, and housewives uh, would be, what is that one thing that they didn't do? And then we do that one thing week after week, week after week, you'd be surprised to see that in 90 days, in 120 days, an impact. I'll, I'll give you a financial impact. I have a student who started with $600 a month in an industry of health, which is not my in industry, with business coaching where she went uh, in her fourth or fifth month, she was doing over $10,000 a month. And she would look back and that was just in four or five months. But even she couldn't comprehend mentally that's even possible when she got started. It was that one step. We, we overestimate what we can do in a short term we underestimate what we can do long term. So keep dancing. This is a great moment. Like uh, even if you're watching this live or you are re-watching it after the live show, please write in the comments, uh, what are those things that you're missing out? What are those things that you haven't done? And if we see the comment, we, we, me or Tahir will come back to you uh, whenever we see that. The videos will stay on YouTube, will stay on Facebook, so you can comment anytime. And let's see what are the things that you don't do. If you write it in the comment, you will see that will be the first step towards action because you will already realize what are those things. So really good tips here. Um, before we go into the details and go further with other topics, uh, you mentioned also something fear. Fear today is really in the air for the specific situation that we are in, for the young people because they are anxious, because they have to go online, they have to show themselves, right? for example, and they they are mocked when they do that. So fear is something that, yeah, you are afraid, you can do that step, but once people are reacting on your step, your action negatively, it can also shake your confidence. So tell us some tips here, how to get over it, how to not to see these comments, how to be strong enough to continue and be committed to your goals. Correct. Lovely question once again. And I'll start with uh, a simple uh, abbreviation that I uh, think uh, is very appropriate for me. And I learned this about 20 years ago, so it has served me well. We all have fears. If you're a human being of any kind, you have fear. It doesn't matter how successful you are. Uh, every one of us has different levels of fear. All of us. There are no exceptions because that's the illusion when you look at someone successful thinking, oh, they have no fear whatsoever. Uh, they do, but they've got a different level of fear, right? And I'll explain that in a minute. So, so the abbreviation is false evidence appearing real. Fear, false evidence appearing real. So have you seen fear? No. Have you touched fear? No. So it's psychological and it's mental. It feels very real in your body. You might have a hard time breathing if you are extremely fearful. So you will see a physical impact, but it is not real. So, uh, so, so let's take a step back. Our mind is a very tricky place. If I told you that our mind cannot differentiate between what is real and what is not real, you would be like, no, you're joking. I'm not. Think of someone who does a nine to five job and they're miserable. They're not miserable because they had a bad day. They're miserable because they're focusing on what the next month looks like and they have financial challenges and da, 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 da. They have tricked their mind into believing that their life sucks, as an example, right? Yet there are people 
who are grateful, who do the, the everyday practice of gratitude. They wake up in the morning, they're grateful for the breath that they have and every small tiny details. And then they look at the positivity and they are on fire. They are, they are lit up, right? What's happening? It's the same mind. So, so they have tricked their mind into believing of what is available today. Now, I'm not saying that uh, have an affirmation that says, I'm awesome, I'm awesome, I'm awesome, whereas your mind says, that's BS. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, if you want to work on fear, start with your heart, not from your mind, right? Embrace the gratitude and believe that you will only be fearful about something regardless of whether someone made fun of you, regardless of whether in your work you got a task that you have never done before or a business that you started or a business that you failed or an investment. Fear will come in. What you need to learn about fear is that everyone has it, number one. Number two, dance with your fear. So, Andrea, you're very good in dancing. <laughs> so dance with your fear because adjust to what fear feels like. It's not like you can eliminate fear. You can't eliminate fear. Fear is simply the absence of courage. It's just like light and day. So I, I don't know who said that, but darkness is the absence of light. Think about it. Same as fear. So if you can build up that courage, so let's say you're scared of public speaking and you need to go up on stage, build that courage up and then fear starts diminishing. I'll, I'll give you two quick, quick tips. Tony Robbins says, whatever you focus on, your energy goes there. So if you're focused on fear, oh my God, what if I choke? What if uh, my investment goes wrong? What if I get fired? And if that's all what you're thinking on, your energy will go there. People can feel energies. Always remember that, whether they know or not. It's a part of being. But what, what if you changed your focus? Small change in, in your mindset. What if you focused on everything else? What if it can go right? What if it can go wrong and I will still make it right? What if my neighbors or my family members made fun of me and I'll prove them wrong? Change your focus, the vocabulary, the thought that you keep telling yourself. What if you can change it slightly? So what if they made fun of you? Prove them wrong if you believe in what you're doing, right? So that's some quick tips on how to work with fear. I love these tips. I think it's very useful, whatever we say today. So I hope the people will just look back at this. And if you have questions from the audience, just put it in the comments and we will answer you. Um, I have just one example from the dancing because I always use the dance methodology because, of course, I'm dancing <laughs> since I was six. So dancing <laughs> is part of my life. You see the show and everything. So stage fright is exactly the same when you are going up for the first time or going to a competition for the first time and you're dancing on the floor and you see all the couples and you are, I want to be better, but I'm so afraid I will not be better. What if I miss a step? What if I make my choreography wrongly, right? But on a way, we dancers learn to channel this energy and on a way we change fear to vitality, to energy, to something that is powering us from within. So what we do, we take that, we make a bubble of it inside us, we concentrate this energy and we put it in the motion, in the, in the movement. And the movement will be sharper, the movement will be faster, more punctual. So this exactly can relate to your life. When you get that fear, you see, look at it. As Tahir said, you gather the 
courage and then after use this energy when you are acting it will fuel you it will and i'll just add on to that so if you're if if you're hurt because someone very important to you made fun of your business and whatever you are doing which is ambitious use that pain to drive you forward use that pain to don't give in and surrender to the pain because you're going to feel the pain anyways every human feels their kind of pain at their level of whatever they are in their life everyone does right so use that pain to your advantage by channeling it to prove yourself that you're right because you're going to feel it anyways yes everyone has fears right so never mind we all have pain we all have a hard life uh, parts of our lives which is very hard but in a way the the thing is how you get out of it how, what you make out of the situation and i really would like this show to be practical so let's do a little bit of advice if you have something in your pocket some advice some some uh, practical exercise like writing it down i don't know you have a lot of uh, things i think that you can see just mention one uh, exercise breathing or anything what help would help the people to get over the stage when they are you know the heart is pumping and they are like ah, i i will not do this <laughs> got it got it well thank you for asking that so two things i would love you guys to do all of you who are, who are watching this right number one vocabulary that thought that creeps in and starts telling you you're not enough who do you think you are you will fail you're going to mess up that step you will lose it you know that thought that comes in vocabulary so i call that limiting beliefs the reason this voice comes in is how come we have business business people who start building business after business after business and they go million dollars million dollars million dollars and yet we have an individual who is struggling same economy same country same nationality right why because that's one thing you want to do focus on that thought and write that thing down we call them your limiting beliefs uh, what are those limiting beliefs make a list of five of them now i'm not saying right now pause the video and make a list maybe you can but maybe you don't know you're like i don't know what you're talking about but these will creep in so keep keep your guards on you're like oh that's what tahir was speaking about limiting belief number 1 2 3 4 5 right once you have done that for every limiting uh, for every limiting belief now you have to consciously come up with an empowering belief i'm going to lose money because i suck at it hmm what's the empowering belief because next time this thought will again come this voice will creep in what are you going to write it down and once you have written those five empowering beliefs by the way we would love to see your limiting beliefs and the empowering beliefs you're coming up with so we can comment and say okay you can improve that and we will help you with that right through through these in the audience watching now i see mina is here darpan is here so we have a few visitors already if you have right. a limiting belief or something that is limiting you you can put it in the comments and we try to help you to find the contrary the empowering belief if you can True. find it just we write will. it in the comments <laughs> write it down and we might just do a live one right now so 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 that's one thing the second thing is sometimes our limiting belief is so overwhelming we can't breathe so so while mindset is a powerful place you still need to work with your physiology <laughs> right so to work with your physiology a simple exercise 30 to 60 seconds by the way i say it's simple i need to have a disclaimer it doesn't it is not simple it's hard to do 30 to 60 seconds 
of deep breathe. Breathe deep. Get your mind empty of everything. Doesn't matter where you are, how crowded the place is. If you can find a quiet place, great. And then think of those empowering beliefs. I am the voice. I am enough. Take your palm, take your right hand palm, put it on your heart. Your heart is on the left. I've had people <laughs> put it on the, so your heart is on the left. Feel the breath. Feel the beat of that heart. 30 to 60 seconds. Now, here's what will happen. When you, if you have never done this before and you're all excited and overworked, your mind will say, what nonsense? What are you doing? You look like an idiot. It's okay. Just stay, stay in there. 30 to 60 seconds. Now, if you're doing that, now I don't have a stopwatch and keep looking at the watch. Um, just feel it and take 60 seconds and make it 90. That's it. You will be amazed to see you don't need an external influence to calm yourself down in the moment of it. Now, if you failed and you're like, I couldn't do it for more than five seconds, that's okay. Five seconds is still better than zero. Keep doing it. It will allow you to calm down. Deep breathe, relaxing music, aromatherapy. There's so many external influences you can use depending on who you are. Like I'm pretty sure Andrea, you could just dance your way and you're like, bring it on. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, so, that. so that's the tip. <laughs> that's the tip. So very nice. We have a comment from uh, Darpan here. Uh, Tahir, great one, right? So three things we think, I'm not enough, I'm enough, and more than enough. So she is trying to put the levels up. So what's right. your comment on this? <laughs> so Darpan, thank you so much for sharing that. So, and this is one of the common ones which a lot of us face at different levels again. So, so, uh, so let's say a good public speaker could uh, talk in front of 500 or 1,000 people and say, oh, I'm good but put them in, in front of 10,000 people, they, they will feel the same. Put them in front of 100,000 people in a football stadium, they might feel the same. So thank you for sharing that. And, 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 and here's the idea. When you say this, that I'm, when, 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 when that voice creeps, and creeps in and says, I'm not enough, and you're like, I'm enough. In fact, I've got something better than that. I'm more than enough. Ask yourself, can you internalize I'm more than enough. I'm all what it takes. And when you internalize, you might need to change your vocabulary and get it a lot more stronger. Put some heavy hitting words in there because and that creates movement. an impact. And some movements. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And some movements, whichever works for you, external movement and internal work. And find out what those vocabularies are as you're doing what you're doing. And then you'll find a nice balance where you'll say, hey, this feels good. <laughs> that's, 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 that's the way. Amazing, amazing. And thank you, Darpan, for being with us. Uh, she's saying, like, same as Nikola's Tesla theory, the, the sec seven seconds and more. So very yeah. nice. So if you, can, if you don't know it, just check it back. Thank you, Darpan, for the comments. And I just want to add another tip because... I was hiking because right? now we are allowed to go out a little bit in small quantities, right? <laughs> so we, we, we went to hike and I got so tired because honestly, we are sitting all the time. I'm a dancer, but still sitting in front of the computer takes away your endurance, right? And at the mm. beginning of the hike, I was really suffering. I went up, I lost my breath, my heart was pumping and everything. 
But after 30 minutes, my body started to adapt again. And I went over this part, right? The fear, the mm -hmm. tiredness, the I don't, I cannot make it. And then I was just standing in the forest, like put out my arms and I was just like, I'm alive. You felt the blood, you know, uh, pumping and you felt, sure. heard, heard the birds. And just a simple thing like this can get you out of the misery, right? Because we just feel like, oh, we don't do anything. We are at home. You don't have achievements that is tangible because you are just in front of your computer. You don't meet people. But just a simple hike, something that is different than you did, or a swim or a dance or something like your breathing exercise here, can make a big difference. I completely agree with you. And I'll just add something else. Every time anything in my body says I can't do it, I have a, a, a mental programming where I'm like, fantastic. Because I know that when my body, my mind, everything in my body says I can't do it, that my next level growth is beyond that I can't do it. That's where the growth is. And that's how you keep growing every single day, hour, minute, second in life so so just to add on to this so I, I love hiking by the way so if i'm hiking and i'm like okay that's been a lot and that's okay i'm gonna take a breath and i'll be stubborn enough with my own body with my own self for, for the right cause and i'll say let's let's go and get it done so so that's what something i've built just on the hiking example as well yeah so Darban is back and, and uh, he would like to ask you a question so tahir please advise how to handle repeated failure that's a very right. interesting question. It's a very good question. And you don't need to handle repeated failure. Uh, Darpan, that's the best part about it. When Once you understand, literally in any industry that you are in, failing is a part. I'll tell you what, what, what the challenge uh, is with this question. And it's an amazing question, by the way. You will, I'll give an example of sales and marketing or marketing and sales, right? I met an individual when I was 18 years old, and this is what he said about sales. He said, if you were rejected a hundred times, you become an amateur. I was like, wow, okay. And if you got rejected a thousand times, people said, no, 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 no. A thousand times you became a professional. I was like, wow, that's a lot of rejections. You know, my, me in my mind. <laughs> and then I realized doing businesses after businesses is that failing in any business in entrepreneurship, life, work, relationship, is a part of growth. So you're not supposed to handle repeated failures. What you're supposed to do is you're supposed to use every failure as an experience to help you take a step forward. Every failure has brought me to a point where today when I do any business, in about 10, 12 months, I turn them into a million dollar business. I'm not kidding right now. Why? Because of those hundreds and thousands of failures that I've gone through, but they allowed me to take a step forward. What I would do today in three months, I used to take years, 20 years ago to do the same thing. See what failures did to me? So don't handle them. Take it, absorb it, learn from it, take some notes. I'll promise you this. You will learn from failures more than you will ever learn from any motivational, inspirational, textual book. Yes or even a successful experience. Because failure teaches you. Failure for me is God breaking you in a certain way 
to tell you that you're working way below your actual capacity because you should be up there. How about that for a thought? So I hope that answers the question. Yeah, so he says, okay, got you, make, make all your stones on your way as a milestone. <laughs> I think that's a very good summary, Darpan. Thank you very much. So we are, we are uh, to, today talking about many things. This show is supposed to encourage, inspire people of taking their own path and going for it, going for their own dreams and leaving behind the societal pressure to be someone who they are not. What's your experience with societal pressure? What's your experience with being who you are? Uh, so I had a limiting belief, just like anyone else, that society matters a lot, especially when they're criticizing you. It's different when they are saying, yeah, you're so good. So that's, uh, I'm like, yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> so, so remember one thing, society works both ways. If you don't fit into their box, they're going to criticize you. So you cannot have the bragging rights of saying, I made it, I'm successful, if you can't take the critics. Understand this. A lot of people focus on, sure, when I become successful, I'll be like, yeah, thank you very much, I did it. Yeah, but a part of that package is the critics that you have to go through. I mean, who wasn't criticized? Steve Jobs, <laughs> Jeff Bezos, Tesla, you, you name it. I mean, right, I mean, so, so these are some examples. The question is, when you get criticized by a society, how are you going to handle that in the process and not lose sight of the actual prize money, which is the success, the money, the job, the position, uh, the health, whatever that means for you, in spite of that. Why? Here's what a lot of us do. A lot of us take the critics and we are too busy thinking, how dare they not understand me? <laughs> It's not their job to understand your dream. The reason you have that dream is because God in his infinite wisdom decided to make sure it was a part of your vision, not theirs. You, you get it? They are just going to think of you like anyone else. Here's what happened to me. When I started business and when I was 17, people made fun of me. Yeah. At the age of 19, they were like, huh, interesting. At the age of 21, they were like, whoa, tired. So I, at the age of 21, I was building a million dollar business. Okay. They were like, you're a very lucky person. That's so, so don't worry. And I would get frustrated back then, right? I'm like, huh? I don't think that was luck. And yeah, so don't do that stuff. It's your dream. Go for it. Good. So we have a visitor here. I was asking Darpan whether he would like to jump with us on the stage. So I will add him. And we can talk with him, hey. like improvise. Yes. <laughs> Hi, Darpam. Hi, how are you? Uh, good morning, uh, sir. Good morning, Tahir, sir. How are you, sir? Fantastic, Darpam. Lovely to see you. Namaskar to yeah, you as well. Andrea. Yeah, hi, Andrea. Hi, hi, Good morning. Darpan. I wanted to bring you up to the stage because you were so eager to answer and engage with us. And this is the show which is fully improvised, just like a dance. So we are yeah, really I had been following Andrea for some time. We are in a LinkedIn panel group as well. And uh, I really uh, like the positivity in her, you know, in which, uh, whether she dances or whether she, you know, she has been inspiring uh, me for some three months now. And when she brought Tahir, Tahir, uh, you are a sales and a marketing specialist. And I, I'm also a sales guy. And I believe that all sales guys have same blood group, be positive. 
<laughs> so uh, i was very excited to hear you i have been hearing your queries uh, uh, that uh, you were answering the queries of henry i was yeah, feeling yeah. great you were you answering very well and they resonated what i have been experiencing in all my 18 years sales career same i have been practicing law of attraction for last 2 years i have handled my failures my successes so i just tuned into the show because uh, on youtube i was uh, checking some videos on youtube motivation videos yeah, morning yeah. thing i do so i uh when i came across i was very excited so i you know jumped in and andrea thanks to andrea she invited me on online here on video it's good it's good so do you have any question uh, to tahir more than you asked um, it's the time to ask because he's here with us so if you have any questions so, just uh, so just uh, one important question tahir sir uh if i'm been analyzing my personal professional life i have handled my successes my failures so if i have to start from today today is 23rd of feb a my life in a new role i have to turn around my all successes will i have to forget everything in the past and start my life as day 0 or day 1 from today so what should uh, the the course of action would i follow 8 to 10 points in order to make my life great in next 30 40 years i am already 40 so i would be alive some 30 40 more years so how would uh, to go from now okay so it's, that's an excellent question by the way uh, and you're asking some very good questions that one so yeah. <laughs> so thank you for that and now, now. i'm noting down what are you think i'm noting down everything <laughs> i i'm i'm happy i'm I, and 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 that's a uh, uh, amazing because you're you're actively engaging yourself when you write down so so here's the thing let's say today is your day day one here's what i want you to understand is that our human body will not think today is your day one no 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 matter how much you because we are not a laptop or an operating system that's why because god in his uh, infinite wisdom made sure that when he created us every single thing that has happened to this point in your life was designed to happen for you in your life to become who you are today in god's infinite wisdom he believes that that was in your best interest that's my 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 belief so i'm not going to i don't want to forget that however i understand your question so i'm like okay today is my day one here's what i'm going to do i'm going to take every single thing i've been procrastinating on and i will start listing them down number one by the way it's very hard to know what you're procrastinating on ask your family <laughs> ask your critics and they will tell you ha huh, you want to write a book it's been 20 years you want to be a millionaire what whatever that that is you want to reduce weight or put on weight whatever that is ask your critics and then you're like oh and then you start writing everything down what do you believe what what you're hearing is true and then when you write it down and today is your day one you're like which one do i want to go and handle first because what what usually happens is people would listen to a video like this they're too excited they are going all out they want to do everything and in 24 hours they're like ah oh, that doesn't work for me so don't worry about everything worry about that one thing that you need to do have a checklist done what's that next thing and and then uh, i'll give you an another example of that different hours in a day allows me to do different activities so for me when i start my day after my meditation and spirituality and i start with the most hardest things first i don't leave them till 12 midnight So I'm going to start with those things first because I'm full of energy. I'm as an entrepreneur. I'm like I need to know what the challenges are. I don't like the word problems, so I call them challenges. But if you're in the world of entrepreneurship, which you are, because you're into marketing and sales, you're like, what are the challenges? We want to make all the money, but most of us are like, ah, don't tell me about the problem. Yeah. I need to know what the problems are. 
which I call challenges, because if I don't have any challenges in my business, it means my business isn't growing much. It means I'm not doing much because a part of growth brings those challenges along as well, right? So that's just a quick tip. And at the same time, with today as your day one, even the past experiences have taught a lesson. What's the lesson? That's it. Everything else you can let go. So when you say day one, everything else you're holding on to mm -hmm. dearly and tightly that didn't work, let it go. Okay. That's so it. I have a question. Uh, Before I ask people who are my critics, should I ask my subconscious or my conscious what is the biggest critic? It knows me most and more than anyone, anybody else in this world. So first, should I ask can myself what are my... Can you repeat that once again? He was asking uh, whether he should ask himself first because yeah. he is his best own critics, right? You know, oh, yes, or absolutely. He should ask others first. <laughs> no, you should ask yourself first. It, it depends how much how, how much weight do you give to others today. So it it it, it will be a mix of both. Because some some people are mm -hmm. like, I don't know what to ask myself, but if you're the biggest critic of yourself, that's good enough for starters. Yeah, because because I have been uh, quite low on self love and self worth since childhood, so I know myself the best. My weaknesses, my strengths, I know myself the best. So before I ask people, my school friends, my parents, my all other colleagues, I I will ask myself. I will list down. I have listed on all my weaknesses in last two years without any job. <laughs> Done, man. Do it. Yes, that's Start good. With yourself. Love, you. love yourself, and if you need help, you just reach out. We are here for you. <laughs> yeah good all right so i think this is very amazing to bring up someone from the audience i'm really thankful for you darpan uh before we let you go do you have anything else to say to tahir to me any questions any uh tahir, any after uh this, this, all these four activities uh procrastination hardest thing first doing first challenges lessons of past uh what should next will follow so once you have taken care of the fundamentals, then comes the growth. Now, now you've built your, your base. Next comes the growth. So what's the next level growth achievement that you need to focus on in your life? And then you work towards that. Okay. He's taking notes. Wow. Amazing. <laughs> so, so. I love it. I love it. You have to follow your, your growth. And let us know whatever is happening to you. We would like. I would like to have. I would like to feature you in an article later, when you are already doing these steps. And then. Yeah, sure, sure. And we show uh, I I, I won't go with lessons of tire uh, tire in a way. So I'm writing it down. So from after two or three years now, when I come back to tire, see tire, you you told me these points. I have done these points, and I have brought the changes in me. <laughs> this is the result. I'm going to give both you a big hug, my friend. I, I, I am accountable <laughs> to you in that manner. I am accountable to you. So if I, if I write, I will remind myself daily that Tahir taught me this thing. Whether I am doing that or not, I will evaluate myself. It's a great way. Awesome. Amazing, amazing. Thank you very much, Darpan. And, and, for and, and people, you know, make uh, calendars on Apple laptop and do many things, but noting diary on pen and diary is the best thing I have, uh, you yeah. know, observed to make a timetable to I'm, grow. I'm doing the same thing right now. It's perfect. We are, here. <laughs> we are very old school. <laughs> Good. So thank you very much, Darpan, for being here. We have to go on with the I, show. I, I have the. 
I have the full opportunity to criticize my own handwriting. It's too bad, but I can criticize it and still love it. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Yeah. Love your handwriting. It's yourself and it's part of your personality. Thank you very much, Arpan, for being here. Thanks, thanks, Thank Andrea. You. Thanks. I will catch up with you, Andrea. Thanks, Tai. Yes, okay. Time. Bye. Bye. All right. So that's very nice to have someone from the audience. It's really good to raise the energies and he was so nice. You can learn so much from Darpan, right? Mm -hmm. um, because he was the one who was actively asking questions, engaging. He was brave enough. He was coming on the stage. He does everything to make that step and take that action. So actually, this is the thing that people can do if they really wanted the change, right, Tahir? Uh, absolutely. And Darpan said something that uh, amazed me. I mean, he said a lot of amazing things. One of them was he grew up with uh, not much of self-love and to come on a live and talk about it just shows me how ready he is to take his life to the next level. So Darpan, uh, Darpan apart from everything else that you shared, thank you for sharing that with us and with the audience. And, and again, we are, we are here to help him any possible way. Because we love you a lot. If you want to talk to Tahir, follow him on, on LinkedIn. You will find uh, him according to his name. It's going in this running uh, title below. So go and connect with him. I'm sure he will help you. And if you want to share your story, you can come on stage with us anytime. You just have to follow my page and the live shows and you can meet my guests. So this is how we dance. This is how we improvise. The next topic, Tahir, uh, you are also involved with the global empowerment chapters that we started last year with the Global Empowerment Summit. And this year we are focusing on youth and elderlies. And I would like to ask you, what are the challenges that you see for youth and elderlies to connect, to communicate, to, to be themselves, to, to have the same opportunity, let's say also digital divide, you know, we can mention anything that can uh, stop them from doing what they want to do. And what is the thing that you would tell them as tips to get over their fears, their challenges? Right. So I'm just quickly writing that here. Okay. So let's start with youth, the millennials, or, or even um, uh, even non-millennials. Right. So uh, one of the challenges I feel I feel the millennials have, and again, there are many good things. So the question is around challenges. Uh, again, uh, that doesn't mean uh, I, I don't like millennials, by the way. Uh, I, I'm creating uh, millionaire millennials. How about that for a thought? But let's focus on, on the challenges right now. I feel with the advancement of the digital media, the illusion of what success means, what prettiness means, what good body means has been exaggerated to a point where only good videos and pictures and nice looking things should make it and everything else, who cares, <laughs> right? So, so, so the challenge with that is if you're scrolling through your Instagram or Facebook or a YouTube channel, you're like, oh my God, oh my God, wow, wow, wow. And you're like, that gives you an illusion that literally anyone else who did what they did was easy for them, uh, they didn't have to work hard and 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 that's the illusion it has created so that's one 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 challenge with youth the second challenge on the digital media is that uh we believe that if we have posted something out we better get 100 likes and 50 people <laughs> saying how good we are <laughs> it just doesn't work like that we 
as millennials, uh, thank you, I'm calling myself, I'm not a millennial, by the way. So we as millennials have started realizing that it is okay to get instant gratification, whereas nothing in life works like that. Do you graduate in three months? No, you don't. You still have to go through a process, high school and everything else. So, so you understand that. But for some reason, when it comes to entrepreneurship, health, well-being, you want quick fixes. Stop looking for that because it's not going to happen. As a result of that quick fix in health, wealth, income, emotions, you end up hurting yourself a lot more. Understand that the name of the game is consistency and determination to do it constantly enough. Take anyone you follow who is your idol in wealth, business, or anything else and look at their failures. So don't just look at that beautiful post with a million likes or a million views. Great. But ask yourself this question. What journey they had to go through and in how much time before they made it? And that's my message for the millennials on one of the challenges that they're facing. Now, I'm quickly going to shift to the elderly, right? So millennials are so quick in connecting because now we live in a world where we are so quick to connect. Yet we can, yet, yet we would say, I have a million people. Yet we don't know even 0.01% of them. So so that's where the elder, elderly come in. And I want to give them a compliment first, saying that connect from your heart. Don't let technology drive you on a gear number six or fly without real, with the, where, where you bypass everyone without even realizing what's what's happening in your life. So el the elderly back in the days when smart screens weren't there, they would go and connect. Uh, I used to play on the fields in the sands of Dubai, yeah. uh, getting my hands and legs and feet and dirty. Uh, and my, my parents wouldn't freak out <laughs> in the process, right? So that's the childhood we grew up in, but we connected with our friends. We were with them, but we really connected. I didn't need 5,000 maximum member or friend capacity on Facebook to feel important, but my 100, my 1,000, whatever that number was, was important. So the el so learn from the elderlies when it, when it comes to that. However, the elderlies might struggle relating to the millennials. Now, here's my message for the elderlies, and I apologize in advance. The baby boomers, let's start with them. We created the millennials. The millennials didn't come out of thin air. <laughs> we so built the technology. We eventually did all the foundation pieces because our goal, and this has been going on for generations, is to build the next generation that is better, quicker, more impactful, faster than what we were. So stop whining about it <laughs> and embrace them with all their imperfections and everything else. And more than ever, with this fast growing world, they need you more than ever. That's the message. Embrace them with all their imperfections. Because if you won't, then who will? With all that experience, some of us have gone through the World War IIs and the Great Depressions and, and, and the dot-com bust and all that. Millennials don't know what that is. So, so help them see that because what is invaluable that you have is that experience that they bring, being a human. So, so embrace them rather than pushing them away. So instead of creating that drift, understand that both parties have their own inefficiencies and 
in spite of that, there are enough common grounds where you can come together. And I, and I think with the, with, with the world moving so fast, that division is getting to a point where it's scary. The millennials have no idea about the history. The elderly have no patience to teach them or, or talk to them about it. You know, I think we need to bridge that gap for, for a healthy community moving ahead. We will work on this uh, this year because that's the goal of the summit, which will be mm -hmm. in October. So until then and during this year, that's our focus. And I think that's something that everyone should see that both what you said, both have some treats, both have something to give to each other. So as you said, the younger people can teach the elderly for the technology and help them to catch up with the new things and support them in this journey. And in contrary, as you said, the elderly can share their wisdom, the things that they don't, they cannot do because young people are very good to communicate online. They have to post a TikTok video. They do it like in half a second. It's done and it's beautiful and it's working. But on a way, when it comes to a normal connection in life, person to person, they struggle because they don't know how real human connection works, how they have to communicate in real time. So elderly and us seniors or, or people who are a little bit from a different generation, we can show this. How was it before? Why do you need, as you said, keep yourself human and keep this connection alive? So very a lot of lot of topics we could talk about this, I think, a lot. Um, but uh, if you are interested in this, uh, check out the What We Mean One Workshops website and join the Global Summit. I'm still searching for speakers uh, for the summit in October, which will be two weeks this year. Of course, I make it bigger. <laughs> So yes. the goal is to bring 200 speakers together and, and show you more of what we can do uh, about connecting and uh, closing this gap between the youth and the elderly. But the next topic, let's go to business, because this show is also about branding, business and entrepreneurship. So what's your tip today for entrepreneurs or people who lost their jobs? Uh, what to do in these times when everything is shaky and, and you don't know? You cannot plan in advance, like in two, three years. You just plan for tomorrow or for this year. So what's your advice, Tahir? You are so special. Uh, you have special skills in wealth creation and you are also a billionaire. So let's, let's have some tips from you. Sure, absolutely. So, so when, when uh, we frame a conversation where we say things are uncertain and shaky, what comes to my mind, and this happened to me 20 years ago in the world of business and entrepreneurship, because the economy was okay, but I was shaky. Uh, and I had to find my bearings, my fundamentals, regardless of where the, where, 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 where the economy was. So I learned at an early age how to make uncertainty your friend. And I'll give you an example. If you can be uncertain, the one way to make uncertainty your friend is by having enough gratitude with what you have, not what the next million, the next 100,000, whatever that number is, will be in business. Unfortunately, a lot of people, while I do want them to strive for more and, and, and make a million dollar business and all that, they're so focused on it that they get agitated, frustrated, they to be happy angry. today, right? <laughs> yes. To be happy today. Yeah, exactly. That you can breathe today when, when we have got millions who are struggling just with the pandemic. Frontliners who are risking their life. And God knows who, who might get infected and things like that. So 
so many of us don't have to be frontliners and things like that uh, and and yet we are complaining about that so 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 with that frame when you see things are shaky understand it's a lifetime opportunity when the mechanics of whatever you are gets disrupted it changes your life i'll give you an example i've got a student in africa they had, he saw a civil war in his life almost where his parents could have died that build him that shakiness build him today where he makes multiple six figure income earners in us dollars in a year and he looks back and says wow if that didn't happen now he's not saying that was a good thing as far as war is concerned but he's saying that how that allowed him that uncertainty allowed him to make him who he is and he travels the world and he does amazing stuff today so so that's what this pandemic is uh, even in business you're like but how am i going to do business around the uncertainty is by number 1 be grateful for what you have number 2 get creative understand and i've been saying this since march 2020 anything and everything that was your strategy before march 2020 more or less wouldn't be working anymore if you're stuck with those strategies because they were pre pandemic if you were stuck with those strategies probably 80 90% of those wouldn't be working anymore the world is adapting at a rate so quick that most human minds cannot comprehend so what does that mean a lot more uncertainty that's what it means it also means that how quickly are you going to adapt that's the name of the game the ones who are slow in adapting the ones who think nothing has changed are the ones who will be at the losing side and that's where you see businesses going out of business people who are still having retail shops in a shopping mall and they couldn't figure out the next app where they can figure out the clothes the, the the food delivery and they had days to figure it out yes otherwise the they're out of business the restaurants who were very quick adapting to online delivery and then all these then they could still survive because they found another way so being aware and being in the moment and and adapting very quickly it's really important and and here's the other part of that absolutely correct so you're like but i don't understand i don't understand these apps and all that ask for help what so if you can keep your ego aside and say you know what i don't know everything in fact i like see i used to be a student who was an a grade student so i need to know everything when i came in business i realized oh <laughs> i don't understand 80% of things in business over 80% of things in businesses i don't understand you heard me right i'll repeat that over 80% of things that i do in businesses i don't understand i just need to understand the 20% that takes my business to the next level and then i ask for help with everyone else and fill that gap with the other 80 that i don't understand that's the key that's yeah, the key this is a good tip and also you can collaborate right because you have some things that you are good in there are other people who are good in other things but if you put the two things together you will find out something that can work better so it's very two things that people are afraid of first ask for help for the various reasons like pride or or you know just being afraid of asking someone and the second to collaborate and ask for those things and they are craving for skills what they can never achieve maybe because they don't have the talent in it but they don't think that oh maybe my neighbor or my best friend is the best person to partner up with and if i am not good in public speaking he will speak right so i can do the other things and acquire the customers and do the sales and whatever is in the background 
So there has to be a way, and my, my topic today for entrepreneurship challenges is how to stay curious and creative. And this is the thing that is important. You have to stay curious and creative and not just like stuck in a moment, like a rigid, rigid statue. And then you are just, what to do, what to do, what to do. And you are like stuck. No, break that thing around you, loosen up and try to become flexible because that will help you. That, that are the steps that Tahir explained here. So I'm really happy to have you here, Tahir. I think we have to make another show because this is like one hour and it could still go on. Wow. Just <laughs> flying away and, and it was an amazing show. I think the people, if they will rewatch uh, the video, they will get so much value of it. Don't forget to do it and exercises and all the tips that Tahir done. And don't forget to comment still, what are your limitations, limiting beliefs, what you cannot get over? And we will come back to the comments and help you to find the empowering momentum. So thank you very much, Tahir. As a closing thought, what's your message today for the people out there who are watching this show? What's your, what's your today's wisdom to them? Uh, well, Andrea, first of all, thank you once again for having me on this and, 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 and for everything that you do. One of you've been my inspiration. I want you to I want to mention it here. Uh, the reason is because I've, I've seen you do things in spite of everything that says everyone, probably almost everyone that says you shouldn't be doing it because it's just crazy. And, and you are like crazy. Bring it on. And then you dance about it and you make a big deal. So I love that. And. And then thank you very much for what you are doing. First of all, my message for you is think about this. The pandemic, this time too shall pass. The question is, where would you be? What would be your destination? Would you be a year from now, six months from now, two years from now, still wondering what happened? Or would you be at a destination which is what you are working on today right now. So I want you to focus on 12, 24 months from now when the pandemic is gone, not with everything over the vaccination is coming, the lockdown is there while, while all the news is there. Uh, think of the next 12, 24 months. What is your destination? Because here's what I can promise you. You will arrive at that destination. If you're alive, you will arrive at that destination. What should that destination be? And then work backwards and start putting everything in place now. Because starting after the pandemic and everything is perfect, that would be too late. You may not make it till then. That's the message. Amazing, amazing tips as always. It's so good to be uh, on the same screen with you, Tahir. So Likewise. people don't forget to connect uh, with Tahir and follow us. We will pop up on your screen anytime during the week, many times, because a lot of guests are lining up uh, and coming to the Dare to Dance Your Way show. And have an amazing week. Don't forget to reach out if you need help. Uh, don't stay alone. You have help around you. So ask for help, reach out and have a beautiful, beautiful week with a lot of, lot of challenges that you embrace. <laughs> Thank you guys. Have a beautiful week. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. <laughs>